Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, we're back. Hour number two on the grid. Mike Blute and George Kurtz talking about the AFC West. We did the NFC West. Got some interesting Odds over there that we took a look at, team predictions and everything else, win totals. We're going to do the same for the AFC West. And obviously, we'll get started. We'll just show you the macro view right here of the AFC West. And we got the Chiefs remain on top, George, and won the division six years in a row, plus 175. Chargers at plus 220. Broncos at plus 260. And the Raiders at plus 650. That's actually come down a little bit. The Ravers were, Raiders were hovering around 7, 8 to 1 for a lot of the preseason offseason so we remain with the chiefs at the top of the heap and we'll get into these teams individually but would you say that unequivocally this is the toughest division in football now yeah i think it'd be hard to find another division that quite equates there i think the afc north is sort of close right but we don't know about the sean watson we Let's face it, he's probably out at least half the season, if not the entire season. Hell, I don't know if we're ever going to see this guy again. Uh, so it's hard to put them there. We know it's not the uh, the South and the AFC. Uh, AFC East is interesting, but not there. NFC East, North, South. And really, we come down to the West, right? And it's, But you got Seattle on the West. And we know they're not going to be a good team. With every team here, you can make an argument before they, they make the playoffs, right? With Vegas being, I guess, the least likely. Definitely. So, uh, yeah, I think it's the best division. I love all – I mean, come on, Mike. It was a great offseason. They were trying to one-up each other, right? They were, and they were going after the quarterback. It was awesome. They were going to get those pass rushers. So I love what this division has done. Yeah, best division of football. They, they added Russell Wilson and Devontae Adams. You can stop there if you want, but it, they didn't stop there. They added Chandler Jones. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head, other players that got added to this division, draft picks Real and Mark. everything else that she – yeah. That's right. Khalil Mack comes to the Chargers. The Chiefs that we're going to talk about first, you know, we'll talk about the moves that they had to make in order to try to keep sustaining their success. But uh, again, I guess my question, you said the North, I find the AFC North fascinating, but do you think that those put the Steelers to the side for now? Because they're, they were a playoff team last year, but they're, they're dealing with a nebulous quarterback situation. Do you think those three teams, Ravens, Browns, and Bengals compare quality-wise to the depth of this division? I said, I think if Deshaun Watson wasn't going to be suspended, you could make an argument. You could make the – I mean, you got you to include Pittsburgh. You can't say they're not there. But Pittsburgh's a de- uh, not a bad team. They're a decent squad. No, they're not. But they'd be the weakest of the eight uh, when you're comparing them. But with, when you throw Cleveland in there and Deshaun Watson, too, 
Now the AFC North is sort of a runaway here. Like I say, with yeah. Watson, I think Cleveland was a really good team with Watson. I think they have the, all the players here. We wouldn't be talking about them enough in my mind because it's Cleveland. But we know Deshaun Watson, Brissett's not that guy. Maybe they'll end up making a move for Garoppolo. Who the hell knows here? But no, without when you're throwing Cleveland in their situation and Pittsburgh not quite being that team, the Bengals and uh, Ravens don't offset it enough. All four teams, Chargers, Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders, are legit. They're all uh, good to very good teams here. And it's going it's to be a, a fun division. Going, every time there's a divisional game there, it's also a must-watch TV in the AFC West. Yeah, the only thing I'll say before we get into the individual teams is I have the only thing I've been surprised about in this is the odds reflecting that teams that betters are so bullish on the Broncos as we welcome in our radio audience, Mike Blute and George Kurtz, talking AFC West, that outlook, the team's individual outlooks for the season, win totals, and everything else. So thank you for listening on Sirius XM Channel 159 and everywhere else across the country but so it's it's really two things one is that i think they make great moves and i think the broncos are really interesting team but the betting markets reflect that people are very bullish on them perhaps even to win the division that's been a little surprising to me and then on the flip side i think people are just doubting the raiders too much i've said it a lot on a lot of different shows i just think that was a playoff team last year that definitely got better and i would absolutely take this coaching staff over last year's coaching staff, as well as Rich Pasechia did during, in the wake of unspeakable tragedy and confusion and everything else, he did an amazing job. But I would still take Josh McDaniels and staff over what they had last year. They improved as a team, they improved the coaching staff. I just, I think I've been a little surprised that the Raiders are a distant fourth in comparison to the rest of this division. That's, that's all I'll say before we get into individual teams. See, I would probably disagree with you. Uh, man, because if it ain't broke, I ain't fixing it. I thought Versace did an amazing job last year. He did. You're in Vegas. There's he a did. ton of distractions there as it is, right? Because it's Vegas. We all love Vegas. All right, Sin City. It's a you know, fun place to be. You had the Gruden firing over the emails, right? And everything said. And then you had the, uh, you know, the unfortunate tragic death there because, uh, you know, Rump was uh, speeding there. And he got through that. Got through all that, you know. And McDaniels failed as a head coach before. I'm not saying I'm going to take this stand. Yes. Is he probably a better coach? Yes, but I wonder if he's a better coordinator rather than head coach. I would not have fired Versace. I wouldn't. Like I said, if it ain't broke, I ain't fixing I thought the man did an amazing job under hellish circumstances. Yeah, and I think I, I would concede that it's possibly tied into the improvements on the roster and me looking uh, at everything holistically. But I would say that I, I like the fact that Josh McDaniels can bring some really interesting concepts to this offense, and I think they could be a better offense. The Raiders were winning games but not scoring a lot. I think that can be fixed not with coaching and the addition of Devontae Adams. Come back, talk about the Kansas City Chiefs in 2022. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. 
Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Chiefs. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs did take on the Chicago Bears yesterday in preseason action. And, George, that was the the shady-looking field that J.C. Treader complained about. Uh, but Pat Mahomes went out there and didn't let it stop him. In limited action, he goes 6 of 7 for 60 yards and a touchdown. He looks sharp, obviously. We expect somebody like Patrick Mahomes to look as sharp as possible in preseason. You know, the challenge, obviously, in trying to watch preseason games and your our, our, in a, our reluctance to take much from it is we're not getting looks, right? We're playing a lot of base defenses. We're not looking at defensive concepts that are going to be thrown at these players during the regular season. And when it comes to Mahomes, if he's able to just pitch and catch, it's going to be pretty easy for him. Six of seven uh, for 60 yards and a touchdown, considering a lot of the players are the same. But uh, that leads us into the next part. Let's show the, the Chiefs' odds here, as they are 10-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, 6-1 to 1 to win the conference, plus 175 to win the division. The win total at 10.5 being bet very evenly right now. So that belies that people think that the Chiefs are poised to take a step back and maybe not be able to win 11 games, still be a playoff team at 10 and 7. But give me your thoughts. We got a lot to go over regarding their changes. They got no Tyreek Hill anymore, but they bring in Juju Smith Schuster and they've got Marquez Valdez Scantling. So they've added some pieces that we haven't seen in this offense before. What do you think? Boy, I think a lot has to go right for the Chiefs. I mean, for them to be, for them to be the, still be considered the favorites here, I mean, is it all about Mahomes? Because there are so many question marks here. I mean, so many question marks. The running back situation. All right, uh, CEH, the former number one pick, hasn't really worked out. Been nothing special nope. here. You got Ronald Jones, who Bruce Arians hated in Tampa Bay, right? Uh, probably deserved better there, but was always in the doghouse. McKinnon got the big contract at one point, then got hurt immediately after. I said, it's a lot of mud. Maybe some of it sticks to the wall. Maybe some of it doesn't. We'll see here. You mentioned they pick up, they lose Tyree Kill. Well, they uh, they just traded him away. I think they got tired of his antics, and they didn't want to pay him all that money for a guy who was a nutcase. So fine, but he's extremely talented, and he's moving on now. Right? He's a touchdown waiting to happen with his speed there. You bring in Smith Schuster, who in my mind is just a, a fine number two, not a number one. He hasn't, he hasn't been that player since Antonio Brown, another nutcase, uh, was for Pittsburgh, right? And the uh, defense had to worry about him over and over again. And they didn't pay attention to him. Ever since he became the number one, or at least more of the focus of defenses, hasn't been much. Nothing spectacular here. MBS, you couldn't do anything or do much with Aaron Rodgers. That's going to change with Mahomes? Maybe. Maybe. But I don't see it. McCall Harvin, once again, I think it's a fine number three. Sky Moore, we'll see what happens. You and I already discussed Travis Kelsey earlier in the show. Love Kelsey, right? Hall of Famer. But he's slowing down some. 
right? He was banked up a, a bunch last year where he was ineffective. You know, what was he? I think he said he was 33. I didn't check myself. So he's up there in age. You're not going to be able to play at that high level forever. Is this that year? Is this that year? And, you know, you look at the defense, Mike. It's not special. You know, it's not. You know, I mean, could Chris Jones and Frank Clark, and they get to the quarterback? So important. The secondary looks iffy to me. You know, it's, it can hold up here. I think we're looking at a lot of high-scoring games here, and we know the schedule is brutal. I do wonder if they can be on the wrong end of some of these games. I do think well, they're a playoff team, but I don't think they win with division. Lost to Ron Matthew as well defensively. So they they are dealing with a lot of pieces. Now, last year, after the Bucks Super Bowl loss, they rebuilt the entire offensive line, and it actually worked out. They drafted Creed Humphrey. They signed Joe Thune. They signed Orlando Brown, who, by the way, is playing on a franchise tag this year. And they turned themselves into what pre-proof football focus has as a preseason top five offensive line. So that does help Mahomes. I think they have interesting pieces at running back. You said CEH didn't work out, and that's accurate. But with him and Jervin Kinnon and Isaiah Pacheco and Ronald Jones, I think they have a nice smattering of players guys with different skill sets Isaiah Pacheco getting a lot of buzz during preseason even as a seventh round draft pick but Ronald Jones is an interesting addition uh, to their uh, their running game now a, a rookie that has been getting a lot of buzz in fantasy circles is Sky Moore an explosive wide receiver can he be Tyreek Hill light I think it's asking a lot I think Tyreek Hill had a lot of off-field issues continued during his professional career as well. But absent that, he would have been an all-time lock, number one, first-round draft pick wide receiver. That's his ability. To try to compare guys like Sky Moore to him is totally unfair to Sky Moore. But maybe he can be an explosive piece, along with Juju, Miko Hardman, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I like it. I do think you're right, though. I think there's some shootouts here. You look up and down the roster defensively, George Karloftis, their first, one of their first-round draft picks, had a great game yesterday, but it's the first preseason game. I think maybe he is a little bit of a steal. He slid in drafts because people didn't feel like his measurables or his uh, overall physical talent was as impressive as some of the other pass rushers. They also drafted Trent McDuffie. So they're trying to backfill, and I don't think the defense is going to be bad by any means, but you just wonder if they're giving up uh, too many points and Mahomes has to go out there. But that leads us to uh, really the next question. You don't like them to win the division. That probably takes them out of the MVP race, but you probably have to like the Pat Mahomes overs this year simply because you think they're going to be throwing a lot. I don't think it necessarily takes them out of the MVP race, by the way. I think Mahomes is going to put up big numbers. I think you'll have to spread the ball around to everybody. The division? Well, I mean, are we assuming let's – he's still going to make – he should still make the playoffs, I think. So I, I, if his numbers are over, you know, close to 6,000 passing yards, sure. He's going to have, I don't think the running, I think the running game will be okay. Serviceable, but not special. It's going to be on yeah. the homes to win these games. I do think there'll be a lot of shootouts, you know, with that defense. I just uh, do. Unless you're like, if Carl Aftis comes in and he is that pass rusher extraordinaire right away, that could change things. So I think that's what they're, they're going to need here to get to the quarterback. Like I said, I think it's, it's tough to replace Tyreek Hill. I may think he's the guy's a complete nutcase, but still he's a dynamic player on the field. And uh, of course, yeah. it's not fair to anyone. We, have we ever seen a Tyreek Hill before in the NFL? Not that I can remember. A guy who's a you know threat always. He's like uh, he's pretty much the wide receiver equivalent of Barry Sanders, just not built quite as thick as Barry. 
you know, where you just, yeah. you never know what he's going to do. And if he's, if he's loose, he's gone, you know, he's, he's got to step on you. He's history. You're not going, you're not going to catch the man. So it is what it is there. I just, I just have some issues with the, what they've done here. And I like, I like what the other teams have done more really is what it comes down to. I think when you take away yeah. Tyree kill and you look at their additions and you look what everybody else in the division has done, I think the Chiefs have come back to the pack. Uh, I think that's fair to say. They're still favored to win the division, but to say that it, it should be a little tighter, I think makes sense. Mahomes' regular season passing yards, 4,650 and a half. Uh, not bet either way right now, minus 110 on both sides, over and under. But based on your shootout, uh, uh, laying out the shootouts, 4651 feels like you're going to bet an over on Mahomes. Yes, I'm going to do a little quick math here. What does this come out to per game? 274 yards. He's got to go over that. If he can't do that, Kansas City's not even making the playoffs. Forget about uh, winning the division. He's got to average over probably close to 290 a game for this team to be successful here because they don't have a strong enough defense to win on defense. They don't have a strong enough run game to win uh, that way. Like I said, they, what are they going to have to average? 26, 27 points a game to win? You know, probably on consistently here. They, they, oh, they easily can, but that means Mahomes is throwing the ball. I, I, I think he, yeah. I think he crushes five thousand yards. I'm with you. I think he gets back to throwing it a ton, uh, just because I do think the defense has taken a little bit of a hit. You got a guy like Frank Clark getting paid twenty million dollars. He doesn't really play like that, but still have Chris Jones there. Uh, I'm with you. I think Mahomes has a big year, and. I, I just have a lot of faith in Andy Reid to be able to figure things out, perhaps a little bit too much. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see this conversation, this discussion evolve over the rest of the hour because we are going to talk about the teams that have gotten a little bit closer to the Chiefs as opposed to them falling apart or anything like that. We'll be right back on the group. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba is the foundation of any healthy relationship. We bring you sports gaming strategies and information 24-7. What have you done for us lately? Just listen. That's all we ask. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. 
Broadcasting on this Sunday morning, SiriusXM Channel 159 and everywhere else. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Mike Blue and George Kurtz. You find us on Twitter at SportsGrid TV and at SportsGrid. You find my, me at Mike Blewett, George at George Kurtz. Nothing fancy there. No nicknames or anything else. But we are going to get into the Chargers right now. And you see right here from Daniel Popper, who covers the Chargers, that there are a lot of notable players that were suited up to dress uh, during their preseason matchup. Jerry Tillery, Asante Samuel Jr., uh, Josh Palmer, Jalen Guyton, Zion Johnson, Trey Pipkins. We'll talk about some of these guys throughout our breakdown of what the Chargers have done this offseason. And, George, we were talking earlier about all the players that have funneled into this division from elsewhere this offseason, making it even more competitive. And the Chargers added Khalil Mack. They added J.C. Jackson. And they added Kyle Van Noy, a veteran player there as well. But J.C. Jackson, over an $80 million contract. Khalil Mack, obviously, uh, they netted. They had to send some draft picks the other way for the Bears. But overall helping to improve their defense. The Chargers' outlook right now, as far as odds are concerned, is 14-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, 7.5-1 to 1 to win the conference, plus 220 to win the division. The win total is 10. People betting at minus 140, the over plus 120 is to the under. Making the playoffs minus 200. I want to see if I can find odds here on Coach of the Year because we had gone over this. A couple of weeks ago, I just wanted to see if it's still there. Yeah, Brandon Staley is still the favorite at 14 to 1, along with Brian Dayball. If Brian Dayball wins coach of the year, I, I have to see what the Giants season looks like. I, I really do. I got to see it. You, you, this team is not good on paper. The, I know we're talking about the AFC West, uh, so I'm talking about the Giants for a second. How is Brian Dayball going to win coach of the year? What is that going to look like? That would be miraculous if that guy wins coach of the year this team is not going to be that team's not going to be good anyway enough about my diatribe let's get back to brandon staley and the chargers 14 to 1 george to win the super bowl 14 to 1 coach of the year high expectations again they've let us down for a few years in a row but here we are justin herbert ascending superstar quarterback people saying he might be the best quarterback in the league before too long so what do, you, what do you expect? Are they finally going to get this done? They've added enough talent. Can they finally get it done? Well, I mean, you said it. The talent is there, right? We're not really worried about that. You got Herbert, a great quarterback. Eckler, really good running back. Stay healthy. One thing about Eckler, uh, health can be an issue at times. Receiving core, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Parma, Guyton. Good, good, right? Tight end is serviceable in Gerald, Gerald Everett. Offensive line has been a problem at times, but it's not weak, but it may be a, the weakest point on the offense as a whole compared to everybody else there. You mentioned the uh, the additions on, uh, you know, on defense here, Khalil Mack, and a pass rusher there, uh, J.C. Jackson. They get the cornerback, you know, Asante Samuel. I mean, theoretically, they're there, all right? And, of course, you got Joey Boaster as well there. They didn't add him, but the, the great player he is. So, theoretically, they are there. I think what we have to get over, Mike, is that are the Chargers or will the Chargers charge her? You know, they find ways to lose games. I mean, it's almost like the uh, comedic. How are they going to lose this to this week? You know, what's going to happen? You know, uh, I like Staley, but he uh, was interesting last year, going for all those fourth downs and then doesn't go for it. You know, you know some of the day he doubted himself at times there. They don't make the playoffs because they can't stop the run versus the Raiders, right? Or else they probably should have won that game. We all knew what was going to happen, yet they let it happen anyway. I think on paper, you yeah, have the talent's there. 
You know, there's a reason why Staley's up there for coach of the year. Why, uh, you know, people like to charge the sort of a dark horse for the Super Bowl here because we, we do love the talent here. I sort of have to believe it. I already said, I don't think Kansas City wins a division. But the Chargers are sort of that next pick for me. You know, I, I want to believe, but I'm going to have a hard time, Mike, a hard time putting my money where my mouth is because it's also in the back of my head. Boy, they find ways to lose. And I know it's different regimes here and different teams and different everything, but they it goes on year after year after year. You know, I, so they, I do worry about they, that as they, well. They effectively fired Anthony Lynn to try to rid themselves of this issue, and Brandon Staley continued the issue. They lost fourth quarter games consistently last year. Now, positive regression should come into play at some point, and them losing these games in excruciating fashion should just go their way a couple of times. It's unfortunately, for better or for worse, it's the way it happens in the NFL. You're just going to eventually win some of the games that you lost in excruciating fashion because there's so much parity around the league. But this offensive line, Zion Johnson has been really their, he's their first round draft pick. People talking about being one of the best players in camp. It seems like all of the reviews have been great on him. He's slots in at right guard. They have Rashawn Slater, who's a first round draft pick from a year ago. He already played like a franchise left tackle. So this offensive line could be much better. They have other veterans there, Lindsley and Filer and, and Pipkins are veteran guys that should provide plenty of room for Austin Eckler to run. They drafted Isaiah Spiller this year out of Texas A&M. He's a fourth-round draft pick. They still have Josh Kelly, uh, Larry Roundtree from years past. So the off the the receiving core, Mike Williams, they just paid him. Keenan Allen, uh, Josh Palmer was somebody that started to emerge last year as a potential threat. In addition to they signed General Gerald Everett, Donald Parham is dealing with some injuries right now, but former XFLer who's expected to contribute. Defensively, I just I, it can't really get any. There's not a lot of defenses that we're going to look at on paper and say they're better than the Chargers. Joey Bosa, Kenny Murray, Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, Derwin James is holding in, by the way, dealing with contract issues. Asante Samuel, Nasir Adderley. There's just a lot of talent here. They've got decent depth, too. So I think they're definitely a playoff team. The win total, they're going to have to get there. If, if they're a playoff team, they're going to have to get there on the win total. So you almost have to bet them the same. If you want to just save yourself some anguish and hope they can get in as a 9-8 nine and, nine and eight or 10-7 and seven team, fine. Just bet the playoff number. But this just feels like you're, you're considering betting them to win the division. You're considering Justin Herbert overs, that it all aligns. And we're talking about the Chargers at some point during the year, oh, this is, the, this is the best team, or it's them and the Bills. Like that, that kind of conversation could be happening in December, January. Oh, no, I'm not going to argue that at all. I do think this, though. You know, you look at all of these teams, Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders, Broncos. I can throw some other teams in there as well, but uh, for the sake of this uh, segment and what we're talking about here, there's going to be a team that disappoints us. They're just going to be. Yeah. They're not all going to play great. There may be some injury problems or there's not, not as good as we thought they were, whatever it might be. And we know the schedules for a lot of these teams are, are rough. You know, maybe just snowballs after a while, too. We, well, we keep losing these close games, keep finding ways to lose, that sort of thing. It does do to me, uh, will the Chargers be that team that we're expecting too much from? 
I don't think so, mind you. I do think they get over their win total. I do think they make the playoffs. I do think there's a good chance they win the division here. So I think this is the year they sort of, maybe it's because I want to, but I think it's the year they get past all that, Mike. Where now we, we it's sort of a different narrative, right? We're not going to be talking about them choking, finding ways to lose, but maybe maybe winning, finding ways to win and becoming that team that we expect them to be. Schedule's not brutal. Not brutal at all here. You open up against Vegas and Kansas City. No. Right, your division games, you got to play them. Then you get Houston, Jacksonville, reverse order. Cleveland, almost certainly without Deshaun Watson. Uh, Denver against Seattle. Seattle's a W. Atlanta, W. All right, so uh, their schedule actually plays out kind of nicely for them. Even the mid part, all right, you play some good teams, but not great teams. San Fran, Kansas City again, of course. Arizona, Vegas, Miami, Tennessee, Indianapolis, uh, the Rams, Denver. Not fun, you know, so for the Chargers to get to where they want to go, it, before the bye, those seven games, five and two at worst. Five and two at worst. If they can get through five and two or better, I think they're on their way. We're going to see them a lot too. Five primetime games, a couple of Monday nighters. They're going to be on the stage uh, for obvious reasons, right? Young superstar quarterback, a lot of talented players. They're a, a, a team with a lot of expectations. So it makes sense that we'll see them a lot. But I'm with you. I don't think this is a particularly brutal schedule. It also belies how we feel about the Chargers in general. It's a really talented team. If it comes together, they're going to they're gonna be favored in a lot of these games. It's just how it works out. We all know there's trials and tribulations, twists and turns to every season, but um, I, I always try to poke holes in, in, in what this team could – how could this fall apart? I just don't really see them being – I don't see them being worse than last year. I just don't. And that's a, that's a low bar. I get it. But they were effectively a playoff team last year. They just couldn't put it together in a couple of four quarters. But I like the over on the win total. It's a lot to ask in a tough division. But I just think they're finally going to get there. And if Herbert continues to progress, we are going to be talking about him. Top five quarterback. He's already getting that. But he's going to be right there with Mahomes, Allen, a couple of other guys where we're, we're just consistently trying to, you know, there's this there's this race to try to, well, who's the number one quarterback now? Who's, you know, people doubting Mahomes. I'm like, can you just have somebody do it for a few years in a row before we start changing their ranking, right? People trying to vault Joe Burrow to the top of the list because they made the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow's great, but, like, you got to get in line, in my opinion, George. Get in line. There's other guys that have done it for four, five, six, seven years in a row. That's how you become the best quarterback, in my opinion. Oh, no argument here. I agree with you. But, you know, once again, we get bored. We just get bored. I don't want to talk about this guy again. So we put somebody else up there so we can talk about somebody new. Yeah, yeah. So I think Mahomes still takes down the top spot for me. But Justin Herbert has really shown an unbelievable ability, and there were plenty of people doubting him that he was worthy of a top 10 pick. He's obviously proven it will come back and talk about the Raiders and the Broncos after this on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. 
Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Starting off with the Denver Broncos. We all know what major moves were made this offseason. Obviously adding Russell Wilson to the fray. And here's their odds for the season. 16-1 to to win the Super Bowl. 8.5-1 to to win the conference, plus 260 to win the division. That's third behind the Chiefs and the Chargers. And then the win total at 10 is being bet evenly, minus 110 on both sides. I think people are suggesting that's a good number. But to make the playoffs, minus 145. They've been considered uh, a, one, a, a, a strong favorite, strong lean to make the playoffs. They have, they have a new head coach in Nathaniel Hackett. They have a new owner in the Walton Penner situation new offensive coordinator new defense coordinator so george it's a pretty unique scenario that a 7 and 10 team would have a total overhaul ownership coaches quarterback the whole deal can that come together in year one yeah and that is the question right because the talent is there and i think it does come together i think they'll play well uh you got russell wilson very good quarterback. We know they're one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Good running game. Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon. Uh, Fantasy-wise, yeah, I probably wouldn't have wanted Melvin Gordon to come back. Ryan Williams, but it is what it is there. Receiving court took a hit with Tim Patrick. You're going down for the year uh, last week, so that's a little brutal there. But Corlin Sutton, Jerry Judy, Hamler, still good. Still good. Tight end. You know, he had to trade Noah Fant in the Russell Wilson deal. So you have Albert O, and I've got faith in him that he'll be uh, that tight end for them. Uh, I think uh, Russell Wilson will use the tight end as well. The offensive line, you know, sort of the same thing I say about a lot of offensive lines. Not awful, but, you know, probably work to be done there, but still serviceable there. And the defense, you know, you added Randy Gregory from Dallas, stole him from the Cowboys. How dare you? Because you didn't put him in that clause. Uh, you know, Bradley Chuck, can he stay healthy and be that guy they drafted? You got some uh, secondary help, Darby, Kareem Jackson, uh, you know, Sertain, the rookie from last year. Uh, you know, the pieces are there. They are there. Can it all gel together in one season, Mike? Probably asking a lot. Probably asking a lot with everything that's going on there. The coaching staff is going to be good right off the bat, right? Ownership's going to not get in the way. Russell Wilson will hit the ground running. You know, it's a, it's a lot to ask, but I think a lot of us have high expectations for the Broncos. Yeah. And I'll say with the on-field stuff with Russell Wilson, I think he's unbelievable. I think there are some people that sometimes pick him apart a little bit. And I, I, I'm usually a detractor of that point of view. I think he's an amazing quarterback and he is a top five quarterback in the league. He got banged up last year, whatever it looked like. I don't care. It was a team going nowhere. His, his first injury of his professional career, he came back way too early. So whatever. 
the offensive line is ranked 19th going into the season. It's better than it was in Seattle, better than it's ever been in Seattle, at least for years. Uh, Garrett Bowles, left tackle there. He's played better in recent seasons, clearly. And I think you laid it out. There's a lot of talented pieces across the board, and they added Randy Gregory to go along with Bradley Chubb. He effectively replaces what Von Miller was. Uh, I just think that there's a lot of momentum on people betting the Broncos, assuming all of this works out because the quarterback showed up. Now, he would have taken those eight and eight teams and the seven and 10 team probably would have made them playoff teams. So I can see that. But in this talented of a division, when it's a first time head coach, I just, I get a little concerned with it all working out. The ownership stuff, look, the general manager is the same. He handpicked the players, made the trades, hired the coaches. So the ownership piece, I don't think should be a distraction, especially now that it's got done, by the way, that it's got done before the season. I think that's a good thing. But I just, when there's so many changes all at once, yeah, it could work out, but I, I don't know. I, I, I just don't see them as still passing the Chiefs or the Chargers as of yet. I think that's fair. I understand your viewpoint. Uh, I, I think I'm a little bit more bullish on uh, on the Broncos here, and a lot of it's because of their schedule. Uh, they have the bye week literally midseason, eight games before the bye, eight games yeah, yeah. after the bye, which I kind of like if I'm, uh, you know, if I if I'm on the team. That's so why you split it in half here. Their first half of the schedule is doable, more than doable, right? You open up against Seattle. I don't care if it's in Seattle. I don't know. It's gonna be a lot of. It'll be weird because Russell Wilson's going back. It'll be a lot of hype on that game. You think? So, but either way, that's a win. Houston the next week, that's a win. You got San Fran at home. I We like San Fran. I'm going to have some questions about Trey Lance, but that has to be a win. You know, Vegas, okay, maybe a loss there. Indianapolis will be a tough game there. Find a way to win that. At the Chargers, probably a loss. Jets, Jacksonville to close out. This is 6-2, and 7-1 and one written all over it, in my mind, before we get to the tough part of the schedule here. So, just, just give them 6-2. They find another loss there. They're on their way. Right, it it opens up tough after the bye, right? I mean, look at three of your first four games are on the road at Tennessee. Who we have question marks about Tennessee? You, know, you play Vegas again at Carolina, you know, at Baltimore. You know, I can see you going two and two there. You know, that's eight. Then you go Kansas City, Arizona, split there nine. Rams at Kansas City uh, could be two losses. It's close. I think they're a double digit win team. I think they're right around ten. I like the what they've last done. I three think they will games. Be up to that strong start to the season. The last three games are on Christmas at the Rams at Kansas City on New Year's Day, and then they host the Chargers on January 8th. That There's going to be a lot of implications on all three of those games for all four of those teams. There just will be. So this is a team that you're going to want to watch on a weekly basis to see how Russell Wilson progresses, and clearly they're going to have an impact on the playoff race, whether they're in it or not, all the way up until the end of the year. And I I think part of my feeling on it, George, is simply that I just find the market betting them a little too heavily, and they got a little bit too much coming to them early, but it does not indicate that I don't feel good about the Broncos. I think they have a lot of talent, and I think better coaching and a more dynamic play calling in the last couple of seasons would have actually won them some games, and they think it could have been a playoff team. They weren't getting any quarterback play, they were really old school, just trying to pound the rock and take the air out of the ball. 
And with a defense as talented as they were, I just thought that was the wrong way to go about it. But maybe they just felt totally limited by quarterback play, whether it was Teddy or Drew Block or whoever else was in there at times. So uh, I would not say I'm doubting the Broncos. George makes a really good point about the win total. And I think in this AFC, if you're getting to 10 wins, I think you're going to, I think you're just going to get in, right? These teams are all going to knock each other off. I don't think it's going to be that top heavy. We talked about the strength of the AFC. That would probably lead to um, a cap on how many wins these teams can rip off, maybe with the exception of the Bills. So I think if you can get to the over, they're in the playoffs. So, George makes a really good point about the schedule. I have to just keep looking at it. I think my hesitance has been is that they got a little too much too early when it came to the betting market, and I've been a little shyer about it. So let's move over to the Raiders team. We haven't been shy about on this program. I feel like a lot of the sports grid hosts have jumped on the bandwagon, but the Raiders, oh, can I, before I do that, can I just point out one thing about Josh Johnson? They showed a graphic last night, and I put out a tweet about Josh Johnson last night and what kind of a career the guy has had his career is his timeline is unbelievable they showed it last night on nbc uh or whatever i was watching look at that look at all those teams the bucks in 08 up until the broncos now he's changed he's changed teams one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven like 24 times or 22 times it's amazing, George. He didn't play any games. He was not in the NFL from 2014 to 2017. And here he is. And last night, he was awesome. He was awesome last night. 16 of 23, 172, two touchdowns. It's just such an unbelievably unique career path. Even NFL players, the most competitive guys in the world playing the sport, would have said at some point, you know, I think the, I think the world is telling me to hang him up. I'm in the American Alliance of Football four years ago. I think the world's just telling me it's it's over. I've had a good run. I've been in the league 10 years. But there he was last year, thrown for 300 yards for two different teams. It really is amazing. I just wanted to give him a little shout-out if you have any thoughts on it. Uh, well, if I do, we're not going to be able to talk about the Raiders, so I'll pass. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about the Raiders. Uh, big additions, obviously. When it comes to the Raiders, Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones, you talked about that earlier in the program. They really did. Uh, Josh McDaniels and the GM, uh, Dave Ziegler, made a lot of changes to this roster, a playoff team from last year, and they added 24 free agents, George. So even though it was a playoff team, they knew that they had to make some big changes. And Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones have grabbed the the headlines, but they made a ton of other additions as well, feeling like they needed to bolster the defense, offensive line, everywhere else. I, I found that to be pretty fascinating when you go through it. Now, uh, as far as big losses, what, Zay Jones, uh, Brian Edwards, a wide receiver that didn't work out, they are really trying to rid themselves of the old GM coach tandem and get rid of some of the players that just weren't working for them. So their odds right now, 40 to one to win the Super Bowl, 20 to one to win the conference, six and a half to win the division, the win total people betting it over at minus 130. I'm with them plus 110, make the playoffs plus 160. Actually, that's my favorite bet for the Raiders. 
is a make the playoffs bet because understanding that there is a lot of competition within the division, I think to get them at plus money at this stage of the game is a pretty good number. You know, you're not going to see too many teams that are plus money for the playoffs that I feel like it could really come together. And I think McDaniels can really help Carr. So I'll, I'll shut up and let you talk about the Raiders. <laughs> uh, we're going to find out, right? Uh, right away, you know, uh, they open up at the Chargers here, Arizona at Tennessee, Denver at Kansas City. First five games before their buy. They have an early buy, which is what I don't like. Because then you got to go through the long slog of the season with no uh, week off there. Uh, you know, we, what you, we just talked about the Broncos and what they have to go through, right, with Russell Wilson. Well, the Raiders sort of the same thing. They've got a lot of moving parts coming in here. New coach, who I have doubts about. I, said, I think McDaniels could be that. So that Noah Turner, Wade Phillips guy, better coordinators than they are coaches. You know, better. Uh, I just, I just wonder that. Uh, can Carr be that guy? I don't want to say take the next step. I don't think that's fair to him. But they need him to be better than what he has been, uh, which is possible. You got Devontae Adams, great. Can Darren Wallace stay healthy? Miss most of Camp now with the groin injury. He's not really around yet. Yeah. So I like what they've done here. I like the additions they've made. They'll go after the quarterback. I think they're going to be a fun team to watch. I think what they're trying to build here is a, a Vegas team. You know, a sexy sizzle team in Vegas, which is not surprising, where a lot of these uh, high glamour, uh, big market cities want to do here. I like the moves they've made here. I think it's going to be tough in the division, though. Max Crosby, 30 to 1 defensive player of the year, something that George and I have talked about. The addition of Chandler Jones could help him. Could Max Crosby get to a really big sack total and impress people? Uh, a few notes we'll talk about on the other side, but Josh McDaniels, 20 to one to win coach of the year. I just think that there's a path for some of those things to happen. And you can see that tweet right there from Albert Breer. We'll discuss on the other side of the break as we close out our number two and the Raiders. Uh, there is a ton of competition in this division and I don't want to outsize my expectations of the Raiders, but I think they're pretty unique considering where their odds are. Back after this on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I just wanted to close out with a tweet here from Albert Breer. He visited Raiders training camp, and there was a couple of really important notes there. 
Max Crosby is a fit in Pat Graham's D. Pat Graham, former uh, Giants defensive coordinator, been unblockable in camp staff, thinks he's going to another level, and as a leader, he's pushing guys to his standard. That goes back to my 30-1 to 1 shot on him. Nate Hobbs at quarterback, uh, corner, uh, camp revelation journey. I mean, Amir Abdullah, Raiders have depth at running back, but he's carving out a real role. The James White spot in Josh McDaniel's offense. Keep that in mind. Amir Abdullah at 29 years old, finding a spot, catching passes. Colton Miller's been better at left tackle. Uh, I was mentioning to George during the break, they're ranked 28th in pro football focus, so that could be a fatal flaw if their offensive line is that bad. Uh, but offense looks good and smooth in year one with Devontae Adams, Derek Carr, and everybody else. So uh, I'll say my favorite bet of all of the Raiders' bets is, I think, uh, a make-playoffs bet. But the Max Crosby 30-1 to Defensive Player of the Year bet uh, is my favorite. I wanted to thank – I'm going to let George comment, but I wanted to thank everybody, Jack and Steven and Botch, Noah, and Jesse, for helping us out, for uh, making us look and sound as good as we can. George, final thoughts on the Raiders or on the AFC West? Yeah, I think it's a division from hell. And I think uh, there's going to be a team here that disappoints. Just, I'm just taking the odds here. Odds of one team won't be quite the team we think it's going to be. Uh, I kind of, it's funny. I even think it's going to be the Raiders or the Chiefs. I really do. I think it's one of those I, going to be the team. That, I, oh, boy. I kind of agree. I don't think the Chargers yeah. are going to disappoint. But I think the Chiefs could not. struggle defensively that they lose a bunch of games that they, they've they been winning for the last couple of years. I think that's Agreed. entirely possible. Agreed. I heard James Jones from the NFL Network say he thought the Chiefs were the worst team in the division going into this year. So it's not – that it sounds aggressive, but I don't know how they'll come in last place. I just think they'll be talented enough to grind it out. But I do think the Chiefs could disappoint people if the, people are expecting them to win the division. So thank you to George. I appreciate all of you watching and listening. We'll be back back next week with Pro Football Today. Same two guys. We'll see you next week. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.